Hello, I'm Arianna Raji Lee, founder of Pasha Mama, and welcome to our conversation, In Conversation, the podcast where I speak to women's health practitioners, baby and toddler experts, mamas and mums-to-be, to find out about what they do and how their story can support you through modern motherhood. Let's get started, shall we? my lovelies. Um, I hope you are well and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Pash Mama in Conversation. Today's episode is with Rhiannon Kay. Now Rhiannon and I have kind of known each other for a while. Um, she was actually one of the first mums that I gave a Pasha Mama leaflet to um, when my husband and I were doing door-to-door leaflet drops to promote our pop-up in um, White City back in January of 2020 and Rhiannon was one of the mums walking in the street pushing her pram that I'd kind of gone up to and told her about the business and and the pop-up and stuff so um, it's really nice to be having a conversation with Rhiannon kind of a year and a bit on. Uh, Our conversation was actually recorded Uh, about a month ago so we were only just coming out of uh, kind of lockdown Um, and this episode is a really really interesting angle um, one that I've not really necessarily touched on around motherhood but kind of talking about the juggle of family life and how she manages balancing and being pulled in the different directions by baby and toddler and partner and then adding that adding into the mix um, work. Rhiannon is a second time mum. She had her second born during the pandemic and we talk about the differences that she experienced um, uh, with her maternity leave and the lack of classes and kind of support from family and friends, um, which I know that so many of you who are listening who have given birth over these last few months um, will be very, very familiar with. But we also touch on the positives and what her family unit has learned from and enjoyed about spending this time at home. We also touch on how she has managed being or balanced being a parent and a partner and how sort of not to neglect your relationship when you're trying to balance both parenting and partnering and working. And Again, we we talk about her transition back into the workplace after baby number two and dealing with guilt that she felt um, leaving her firstborn in childcare. So again, something that I know so many, so many mamas will be able to kind of resonate with. And then finally, we end on a really, really wonderful note about what the pandemic has taught her. And that is ultimately how strong she is, which is just wonderful. And I very, very much hope that you also resonate with those sentiments. So sit back, relax, plug your headphones in, pop your feet up, head out for that walk, however you're listening to it today and enjoy this episode. Rhiannon, hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Hi. Um, It's so, I'm really glad that you're doing this. You were actually one of the first mums I met at one of the, one of the walkabouts that we did, the Passion Mama walkabouts that we did last summer was it last summer yeah it must have been Holland Holland Park one I think was your first one maybe yeah that's right that's right um I'm really happy that you put your hand up to join this series um the 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 kind of um 
the vein of the discussion today is going to be all around sort of juggling family life um, in current day situation and also heading back to work. So before we kind of get into the nitty gritty bits, would you mind just introducing yourself um, and your kind of family set up at home? Sure. So I'm Rhiannon. Um, I'm a mum of two little girls, um, Ava, who's three, just turned three, and Leah, who's just turned one, um, and my husband, and that's us. That's our family unit. And um, what do you do for work? So I'm a paediatric emergency nurse um, in one of South London's big hospitals, um, and I'm currently treating and diagnosing discharging my inpatients um relatively new job for me so that's that's quite exciting great okay so we'll get on to um because you, you just you you you've just recently relatively recently gone back to work um after your mat leave and we'll get on to that transition in just a second but um so you had your you had Leia uh at home uh during the pandemic with um Ava your little toddler at home can you tell me as a second time mum during a pandemic how this experience was for you yeah so um obviously completely different maternity leave you know baby experience second time round i think it would have been if it wasn't pandemic it would have been different anyway but the pandemic just threw in the complication of having having this toddler sort of permanently with me um you know not being able to go to all the classes and things socializing and and having the help that I had sort of envisaged might come um and then having my husband at home so all of us in quite a confined space and trying to allow him to work with a toddler and a screaming baby around the place um was quite tricky um there were elements of it that were really positive um like having my husband at home actually for him he he saw more of a children than he ever did you know with my first child um first first time around experience so he was here for every meal time for the first six six months at least um he changed way more nappies than he did uh, with my first um so that was really lovely i think for him he actually got those little moments um with leah as you know as a newborn and the first few months um which he wouldn't have if he'd been at the office working full time so but that was nice um but I think it was tricky for me having to sort of go out every day just to get out of the house, just to allow my husband to work, regardless if it was rain or, or you know, shine, um, just to tire my toddler out as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it wasn't easy, you know, as it hasn't been for anybody. And um, everyone sort of had their own version of tough. And yeah, it was definitely tougher than what I was sort of expecting um at the beginning of that year you know no one thought the lockdowns were going to last as long as they did and but we survived we got through it <laughs> um, and how are you feeling now you're out the other side oh so much more positive and you know you look back and there were there were fun moments there were crazy moments there were low moments um you know experiencing sort of loads that you hadn't really had before um but now I can you know definitely see the light at the end of the tunnels and um we're back out to sort of baby classes and seeing people in you know parks and gardens, which is just lovely. Um and and cherishing actually those simple things of seeing people face to face so much more, um, which is nice. Of course. Um 
And I don't want to dwell too much on, on lockdown life because we are coming kind of coming out of it and I want to sort of remain positive. However, yeah. you know, regardless of a pandemic, you know, having a little one at home whilst you are even pregnant sometimes, depending on how your pregnancy goes, can be very, very challenging. But then to have another newborn and then to be all in this sort of confined space without classes and things. Um, you said, you know, your toddler was with you permanently. How did you actually you know, you mentioned that you kind of left the house each day to give your husband a little bit of breathing room and for you to kind of wear out your little one and fresh air is definitely a good thing. But were there other things that you kind of, other sort of hacks or things that you sort of worked out that, that quite quickly that worked for you as a family to help manage all of that that was going on? I think it was just keeping the expectations really low of what we were going to achieve that day. I actually remember when it, the nursery's first shop, you know, they're very locked down. I actually wrote a list and a timetable out, which was, it's hilarious looking back on it, of what I thought I was going to be doing with my children. Um, you know, I wrote a list of sort of every half an hour of that day, what we were going to be doing, you know, arts and crafts, baking, this stuff. I mean, bonkers. I was never going to achieve that. <laughs> uh, I think we managed to get maybe two or three things done out of the 20 that I listed. Um, so definitely yeah, lowering that right down to if we manage to go into the garden and dig some mud and then come in and eat our lunch and that's a, a morning you know achieved and if the baby's been fed at some point during that time and slept then everyone's winning um yeah just keeping it simple um so therefore you're not pressurized um you know the toddler doesn't expect to have 50 things happening and um, which then for them also gets too tiring so it doesn't work so yeah, really lowering things down. I think I definitely pushed myself a little bit too much those first few weeks, um, you know, having not long given birth and a newborn and all the tiredness that goes with it. Um, then had to kind of go, okay, no, we're just going to have one thing for the morning, one thing for the afternoon and some fresh air in, in a park or garden. And, and that was that. And, and quickly we got into a routine. And I think as loads of, you know, mums out there will agree that the routine was the sort of most important thing of, everyone's staying sane actually and I can imagine you know I've experienced it myself with my own sort of new routine that we had to that everyone's had to put in place it's something that you can come familiar with quite quickly you know routines we're all creatures of habit to a certain degree so um glad to know that you found your rhythm um and were able to kind of keep that up um I want to ask a more personal question you can tell me to f off if you don't want to answer it but <laughs> you you know it we've you know you're at home, you're managing mum life. Obviously you have a partner at home, your husband. How are you adding, as well as being a mum to a newborn and a toddler, how are you also then adding being a partner to that mix as well? Or did you, or did that have to kind of put on, how, how did your relationship pan out those, those, in those, in those well, over this last year because of the pandemic? Yeah, it's definitely takes its toll. I mean, you know, we, previously we never spent this much time together for one <laughs> um so that's a added sort of pressure um although we were busy you know he had busy with work I busy mumming so um so we're just you know for us for a large part of it just being sort of two adults that are partners getting on with their jobs and definitely our personal relationship between you know myself and our, my husband it got neglected definitely um and actually my husband was the one that was constantly prompting um you know let's have date night at home you know let's order the nice sort of slightly more expensive takeaway because we're not spending any, any other money um and 
you know, light a candle in the evening, just try to do something a little bit different. Um, and yeah, actually it's thanks to him, I'm gonna say he put a lot of effort into that, um, where I think I was just too, too tired and, and my mind was elsewhere and the kids. Um, so thanks to him, we, we're still here, still uh, smiling and um, are now looking forward to actually, um, you know, leaving the kids with the grandparents and doing something for ourselves again. Um, you know, pre-kids, we were extremely social and going out and, and having regular date nights. So that's something that we really miss and, and the time yeah. just for us and that, you know, to work, to work on our relationship because all, all relationships need, need uh, constant attention. Um, so yeah, definitely challenging um and I can definitely say there's been neglect um and hopefully now we're working our way to repairing and you know bringing some fun and lightheartedness back back to them yeah. yeah and that's so important isn't it do you do you guys have a date night out an outside date night booked in already We've got several sort of vouchers that we uh, that were stored up, you know, how people gift you vouchers <laughs> that have now sort of been stored up over the last year that we need to use. Um, so that's really good, sort of a prompt to, to get those all booked in. So a few um, restaurant bookings, uh, so that, that'll be fun. We'll be able to get dressed up, you know, so out of the normal boring clothing and uh, dust off a dress, <laughs> a pair of pair of high heels a growing mold somewhere in a cupboard <laughs> oh, yeah I mean I don't know you know how to walk in flat shoes <laughs> um okay great so you you experience maternity leave at home you're now back into work you've been back at work for about six weeks tell me how you were feeling about going back to work was it different compared to the first time round, and how the transition back into the workplace has been for you um so so yes yeah, so i've been back six weeks and before probably just before christmas i was feeling really anxious about going back to work um and i think it was part of that was covid i think it just adds on a level of anxiety that is just there in the background but then a large part of it i think comes with any anyone that's been away from their job for it for a year and you feel like you've just your brain has just been sort of left and on the road somewhere and um you worry that you won't know what to do and you've forgotten lots of things um and i remember that feeling that before my first maternity leave um so sort of add in sort of the covid anxiety and that together and i was quite apprehensive um but i had a you know a chat with my boss and they gave me some of these keep in touch days where I went in just to observe, basically. I didn't see any patients and I just sort of watched how everyone was working. And, and actually it really helped because not a great deal had changed. You know, everyone's still doing the same job, just wearing a few extra pieces of clothing and equipment. Um, and it was business as normal. And, and that was really reassuring. And I've actually got back into it much better than last time. Um, not too sure, you know why but it I, yeah definitely feel like I haven't forgotten everything and very quickly uh, within a few weeks I've gone back on the bike so to speak um which is nice and and I'm enjoying the the break from home um just being able to go back and use a different part of my brain again um completely sort of switching off from home life actually which is is really nice not that I don't you know don't like my home life but um you know feeling useful in a different way um it's and having connections with, with people you know I haven't I haven't had those connections with people for such a long time so having that one-to-one -one contact physical contact with people it's really nice 
yeah oh yeah I'm sure I mean just general general contact with anyone is is phenomenal isn't it um okay I was going to ask you actually you know are there things that you if you know a mum is listening who's feeling a little bit apprehensive about going back to work are there things that you would um encourage them to do so these keep in touch days were there were there other things that you did did you keep in touch with colleagues were you 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 know how how might a mama best manage that transition back in if they are feeling a little bit anxious I think um definitely uh conveying that level of anxiety to you know Mm. colleagues managers or you know picking someone who you know will have a sympathetic ear um because we know lots not everyone is sympathetic but choosing somebody to confide those anxieties in carefully and um, so that people are aware or someone is aware that you're not feeling confident or you've got some worries. Um, As often those things are are easily um, addressed and there might be actually worries that seem big to you, but actually they can be sorted out um, or peace of mind can be be found quite quite quickly. Um, So that that helps. So once I sent that email off, I quickly felt like, okay, someone's listened to me and I feel better um and then yeah the keep in touch days were really useful and um, there was no pressure on me to do anything I was just sort of observing how everyone was going about doing things just reminding myself how I'll be how I will be working and then getting up to date with anything that's changed and that sort of applies I guess to any job you know there may have been changes over a year or however many months people have had out of work um just having giving yourself a bit of time to refresh policies documents or whatever um applies um and actually loads of you know my first few weeks people my colleagues weren't sort of I guess expecting too much of you actually because they appreciate that you've been away for a long time and um and you're busy and you you might be really really tired and um you need a bit of time to get used to the working day again because you know even a working day is very different in terms of how you know your tiredness levels and you almost need to build up to, to be able to do them again it's a bit like fitness and <laughs> you know and we haven't done it for such a long time suddenly an eight hour day or a 12 hour day can, can be quite challenging um, yeah gosh I'd actually not thought about that that's quite daunting the fact that you know your, <laughs> your, your days are filled at home and then all of a sudden you then need to add a work day top and tailed by home time as well that I like that analogy of sort of gearing up and upping your stamina levels essentially towards that that's really really interesting yeah it it was definitely a thing I actually in the early months after having my second child I I saw a physio a women's health physio and and she sort of reminded me and she said you know when you're going back to work and then I said oh not for a year she said well you need to you know you need to be fit for work and I was a bit like what do you mean and she said well you need you'll be on your feet for a 12-hour day and that's very different from being a mum at home and she said so it's a completely different level of sort of fitness and and so she needs to say you know it's not about going out for walks and runs this is about your your mind also working all the time um and then you being on your feet so sort of a physical fitness and a mental fitness to be ready for work and I was like oh I hadn't ever thought about it in that way so it was a good prompt yeah and did you do anything did you did you stand around (laughs) for a little longer each day (laughs) no I mean no I just I think I think the the keep in touch day I made sure they were a bit longer because my boss said okay maybe kind for four or five hours I did the sort of six to eight just to sort of so it was a real day plus the commute you know rather than just a four hours um which wouldn't have really replicated a real working day um, I made sure you know that so I did sort of three or four of those days the month before I came back um, 
and I mean I was I was walking a lot anyway with toddler but no I mean you can't really stand around next to it but yeah I think it's sort of being awareness of you know that you might be a little bit more tired than normal at those first few months back yeah, at work yeah exactly even having that sort of acknowledgement will do will trigger something in your mind to sort of help prepare you more so than had she, had she perhaps not said that to you um you said that you you know you you love being back at work and it, you know you're using a different part of your brain um and I totally get that and that sort of identity of who you are in the workplace is very different to who you can be at home and it's important it's just as important because we're made up of so many different parts of us do you experience any mum guilt when you're at in your workplace um is it less so now than it was with your first how do you manage that side of things um so with my first when I went back to work there was it was a definite guilt and it was pretty tricky transition back into work there was a few elements to that we were in the middle of moving um and I hadn't given probably enough time getting her into the childcare as I probably should have um so it was quite stressful it was you know it took her a good few months to settle into her childcare so I was going off to work crying <laughs> um myself because she was you know, being so distraught and it took a long time for her to settle in and yeah I went to work hating it for the first few months that first two hours of the day just worrying about my daughter and what am I doing and you know is it worth it is me going back to work worth the the stress that I'm causing her and so yeah, there was a lot of guilt definitely and then if they're slightly unwell you just you constantly your mind is just worrying about them because they're your priority um and then so second time round, it is easier <laughs> it has been easier um I mean I'm lucky I have a very um happy-go-lucky second child and she settled in extremely quickly um, but I think I was a bit more organised this time and, and gave our family unit more time. Um, and, that, and, that, and that only came because I learned from the previous experience. So um, I settled them in you know, the month before. So it wasn't all of a shock of, here, here's your child, here's your childcare provider. I'm off to work. Well, I, you know, it was sort of a slow transition, um, which worked for us. And I was unable to go in that first day at work, knowing that my, both my kids were happy and therefore actually able to give my all to my work then I wasn't I'm not worrying about my children as much they're always there niggling in the back of your mind but um I'm able to focus a lot more on work this time around compared to last that's yeah that makes that makes total sense it's completely understandable and um it's really nice I'm really glad that it's been a you know you were more as you say more experienced more prepared and then everyone you know your kids are happy and you're able to focus it's, it's really really great um so you're you're back at work you're you've got two kids at home you have a partner at home you are the ultimate modern mother Rhiannon how um would you say that there are levels of expectations around motherhood in current day um I mean, just mean general sort of expectations on what we should all be doing. Um, yeah. Well, did you did feel you, you felt something? You know, did you feel that you had to go back to work? Did you feel you know? Did you feel any sort of external pressures um, at all? Um, I think I think that is definitely 
yeah it is a it's definitely an expected thing you know these days um that you know a woman has her baby and and returns to work it's not it's not you know so many people now that they that they give up their you know career um to to be a mum for a long period of time anymore um you know like like perhaps our, our parents um did so definitely and actually you know even at, at work when they sort of say how long will you be having off it's sort of there's not a will you be coming back to work question it is when it is a when will you be coming back to work not will you be um question so it's sort of automatic expectation that you will return um so definitely i mean you know our personal circumstances at home um you know i, I probably don't need to go back to work you know I, I we could say actually I'll be off and look after the kids but um I wanted to go back to work um for myself um you know I enjoy working I enjoy my job and I think it's uh, it's good for me to have time away from our family so that then when we are back together I can I don't know, give give more to my family I think yeah I totally totally uh can agree with that um my husband and I did two years long distance at the start of our relationship and I swear to god that is why we're so <laughs> why we've been so solid for such a long time and can be completely independent as well as um, well together so I definitely understand the benefits of of time apart to ultimately just be stronger together as we come out of this period in our history and things start to lift how are you feeling what are you expecting, if anything, and what are you kind of looking forward to the most? Um, looking forward to the most, I, I'm looking forward to actually traveling. Um, we have traveled a lot, um, even as a family, but definitely as a couple over the years. Um, and so we're very keen to get back onto that wagon whenever it's sort of safe and possible to do so. Um, you know. We had plans to take when your baby's small, they're very portable, so you can take them with you. So um, that little uh, opportunity is sort of lost. So we're quite keen to catch up, although it's challenging when you've got two mobile small children, but we're quite up for that. Um, and actually the time off and time at home has given us time to research <laughs> these uh, potential trips, yeah. um, like you know, getting a sort of caravan and taking a few months and going here or there. So there's definite plans on the horizon. They might have to wait you know, a bit longer than what we had hoped, but you know, for when certain countries can be safe to travel to. So that's probably up there on the top of the list. Um, my husband's from Australia, so we haven't seen his family for a really long time. So um, that's definitely also um, up, up there, whether we see them there or we meet somewhere, I'm not sure, but um, just to, to reunite them and um, for them to meet our youngest, they haven't met her soon. Yeah, of course. And oh my gosh, Australia, I am like obsessed with Australia. My husband and I went uh, after the first Pashamama pop up at the beginning of last year. And um, gosh, we still talk, we still talk about it now, probably because it was our last holiday. <laughs> so we're like clinging on to that. Yeah. Um, but I think just, you know, as with everybody, we're just everyone's keen to, to, to just get on, I think, just to get on with, you know, things now in a as normal a way as we can, um, you know, getting back to culture, to, to going to events, to um, being social again in a, in a, in a uh, you know, in, in person um, way, um, 
I think we've all sort of gotten used to this um, virtual world, mm-hmm. um, which whilst it's been interesting, it's been useful. I don't want it to replace the world outside. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And just a couple of questions to, to finish, Rhiannon. If, um, if, not if, do you think the pandemic has taught you anything about yourself, either as a woman or as a mother that you weren't expecting? Um, it's a big, big one, I know. Big one, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's shown me uh, that I can, can experience low mood, um, definitely. That's shown me that I can you know, feel, feel low and for, for sort of several weeks at a time that I think I hadn't really experienced that before perhaps because life was just too busy and was able to snap out of it in different ways um, and therefore never dwelled upon that any emotions for too long whereas you know it's sort of this mundanity we experienced for such a long time definitely sort of you know I sunk for a while and and we talked it you know between my husband and myself we sort of talked through some things and just to make sure that neither of us needed to seek any external help and we'll be okay or are we managing between us and we were so that was interesting just to you know self-evaluate things but I think actually it's shown you can be really strong at the same time you know you can we've, we've dealt with this we've you know managed to have two kids at home alone and um get on with it um you can if you can cope with that whilst you know for some people that might not sound so challenging but personally for me it was um if we can cope with that then we can take on other stuff and and why not so to so bring on a different challenge perhaps a challenge of my choice this time rather than a challenge that was imposed upon me um so yeah so I think it, you know an overriding thing is actually strength inner yeah. strength <laughs> yeah, good I love that very much um and I totally am with you on the low mood thing I I it's definitely if somebody were to ask me what I learned about myself I would probably have said exactly what you said it was how I actually have this ability to not necessarily mood swing, but just stay low for very, very long periods of time and figure out what I needed to do to get out of it, you know, um, which sometimes when you're in it can feel really, really difficult. Um, So I'm glad that you have come out stronger. I think to be fair, we all have, which is phenomenal. Um, One final question, Rhiannon, um, which I ask, every mama that I speak to on here. Um, motherhood on an hourly basis, on a daily basis is completely different. It has ups, its ups and downs and it's rounds and rounds and it's, it's um, everything else in between. How would you describe motherhood for you today? Oh, um, today. <laughs> uh, today it's been, it's been joyful actually. Um, it, yeah sort of overwhelmingly joyful I you know experience my daughter having fun in the purest sense and that instilled a, a, a huge sense of joy um which was lovely um because she was in a little baby class having the time of her life dancing with bubbles <laughs> and that, I love that who wouldn't be happy in that yeah but it, you know and like you say about it being different from every hour to hour um, I guess motherhood is a, is a seesaw. It's a complete seesaw, and you've got the the amazing joy on one end, and it can be 
heart-wrenchingly worrying on the other end of the spectrum. So it's a, it's a seesaw, it's a spectrum. Um, but today for me, it's joyful. Good. I'm glad. And I'm glad your little one got to experience bubbles and dance. That sounds wonderful. I might do the same this afternoon. Um, <laughs> Rhiannon, thank you so much for talking to me. It's been wonderful and for sharing your story and your insights and learnings that will help all the other mamas that will be listening to this. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Thank you.